and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, a belated report of another cattle mutilation out in Oregon. Now, I'm not sure what the reason was for this delay. The actual um, mutilation took place back in September, but it's just now hitting the news. And I found this article on uh, BlueMountainEagle.com, a local paper out there, I believe. It's uh, dated January 29th, 2020, so about two weeks ago. Investigators perplexed by death mutilation of another Oregon cow. It's written by Sierra Don McLean. It says EQ Media Group. So this was an article that was written and released over a number of different news outlets. has some pictures there on the website at uh, bluemountaineagle.com. It has some pictures of the cow that was found uh, dead. Um, the pictures look as though the cow maybe had been there for a couple days. Uh, there's some swelling. You can see where there's been uh, parts of the animal have been cut out. And you can also see that there's no blood around. And this one's strange. This one here, uh, I'm looking at a picture of this of this uh, heifer cow that was killed. And there is an incision running, um, oh, kind of in a horizontal shape, and it's just above the left uh, leg of the cow, and apparently that's where they went in and took the heart out. Now, I'm looking at this picture, this incision, and it's clearly does not look like it was made by a wild animal. This is a clean cut, as if it was cut with a very sharp knife or a scalpel, or really what it looks like it was cut with was some sort of... Um, I don't know, laser, some sort of heated uh, a surgical knife because there's no blood around it. It just almost looks like it's just been carterized as they've cut it. It says a cow was found dead and mutilated at Bar DR Land and Cattle, a Deschutes County ranch in Hampton. It goes on, the article says, Authorities are investigating the mysterious death and mutilation of a cow on a remote ranch at the border between Oregon's Lake and Deschutes counties. The range cow, a breeding animal worth about $850, was found dead and mutilated. Her genitals, udder, tongue, and heart cut out. Last fall at the Bar DR Land and Cattle, a property in Hampton owned by ranchers Clancy and Stephen Roth. The cause of death is unknown. Lake County Sheriff's Office Deputy Tom Rourke launched the investigation September 18, 2019. The Bureau of Land Management is also on the case. Four months later, Rourke said he still has no leads. Four months later, not a clue, not a single clue how this happened. He says it's creepy. Gives me the chills, rancher Clancy Roth said. There's no evidence of who did it or how they killed her. It's so sad. This isn't the first time the Roths have had their cattle maimed. About 20 years ago, Roth said, her father-in-law and her husband Stephen found multiple cattle mutilated in the same way with the same body parts removed. And the Roths aren't alone. In August 2019, 
So this is a month before this latest one happened, or the, la- or the latest one we know about happened. In August 2019, a similar incident involving five bulls had occurred at Sylvie's Valley Ranch in Eastern Oregon. Now, if you go back on the podcast, we've done a couple of episodes about this, ranging from when it first came out to this <clears throat> to the discussion of, of the fact that these cattle mutilation crime scenes, because that's what they are, they're crime scenes, contain no blood from the victim. And what did we talk about? There's 10, 15 gallons of blood in an average cow or bull. Imagine two, three, five-gallon buckets of blood inside that animal, and it ends up lying there dead on the ground, and there's not a single drop of blood around. Just like this cow here. She's laying there on the ground. Something's cut a 10-inch hole in her front, and there's no blood. Now think about that for one second. Let's just say this imaginary uh, satanic cow tippers came along and killed this cow. Shot her with a poison dart. I don't know. Hypnotized her into a deep sleep until she just fell over and died of cardiac arrest. However, they got her there. Oh, and by the way, they left no tracks. So let's just say all these things are true. All that craziness is real. Somehow, a bunch of uh, lunatics wearing their satanic garb, got out there in the middle of nowhere, walked, I suppose, because there aren't any tracks. I don't know, maybe they flew out on broomsticks. They got out there, they got this cow dead, they decided they wanted to take the heart out. You can go to this Blue Eagle Mountain site, the pictures are all over actually, and just look at the pictures. Something has cut a a hole in in the front of this cow, big enough you can put your hand in. And they took the heart of that cow, which I don't know, what's that got to weigh? Five, six, seven, eight pounds? It's a, it's a heart of a cow, for crying out loud. They pulled that heart out, but didn't even leave any blood around the hair of the cow there. No blood on the dirt, no blood on the cow, no blood anywhere. Now, that's a pretty cool trick. I'm sure there's some surgeons that would like to know how that gets done. How do you cut something open like that? without a single drop of blood coming out. And that's the commonality that we see in all of these authentic cattle mutilations. It shows trace of either being extremely advanced technology or non-human. Take your pick. The article goes on and says, And the Ross aren't alone. In August 2019, a similar incident involving five bulls had occurred at Sylvie's Valley Ranch in Eastern Oregon. According to the FBI records, thousands of killings and mutilations of cattle have happened across the U.S. since the 1970s. The animals typically are found with the same body parts missing. Kenyon Morehouse, the Ross Ranch hand, found the cow dead when he visited the pasture to fill the water tanks, as he did every morning. Deputy Work said it's hard to discern how the cow died. By the time he arrived on site, the morning after getting a call, which he said was a good hour and a half trip from the sheriff's office, it was past a 24-hour window during which an acropacy could have been performed on the body. Well, maybe they couldn't perform an acropacy, but maybe they could just take some pictures and use some common sense and rule some things out. I I don't get this bit, and I've heard this repeatedly about, well, we can't tell how the cow was killed because it was more than 24 hours. Really? 
I mean, they find human bodies all the time, and they do autopsies on them a year or two or ten years later. They can they can examine their remains and look for the effects of some kind of a assault, attack, poisoning, whatever. Why couldn't they have taken some tissue samples of this cow to see if it had some sort of uh, terrible poison it had ingested? Couldn't they look for uh, some sort of some sort of physical attack? We we can see it's got a hole in its chest. I mean, probably not going to live very long without a heart. Just a thought. It goes on. The article says there were no bullets, no strangulation marks, no recent lightning storms, no root burns on trees, no tire tracks, no shoe prints, and no spilled blood. I want to repeat that. No spilled blood. Yes, another bloodless crime victim site. Ross said the lack of blood is what troubles her most about her cow's death. Well, yes, because anybody with a lick of common sense knows that you don't kill a cow without spilling some blood. I mean, come on. The blood was gone, she said. It looked like someone snipped her artery and drained her. Wow. Well, it's nice to see the owner of the cow has felt free enough to speak the truth. Because so often these crime scenes are described and the most important detail is left out. And the most important detail is that there's no blood. Because that proves that whatever did this wasn't a bunch of idiots out walking around in satanic garb, randomly slaughtering cows. There would have been blood. Whatever did this required some high-tech equipment. On the ground beside the cow's foot were agitated hoof marks as though she had struggled in her last moments. Work said the missing body parts could not have been taken by scavengers. No, a scavenger doesn't make a 10-inch clean incision in the chest cavity and take out the heart without leaving blood. When a pack of coyotes or birds gets to a carcass, not much is left. Just bones and hide, unevenly, unevenly chewed, said Work. This was clean cut like it was done with a blade. If someone was hungry, they would have whittled up a chunk of back meat and taken it home. This wasn't done for food. It was something sinister. Absolutely correct. Both speculates that her... Roth speculates that her cow may have been poisoned. She said... Now, here, let's just take a second. I can understand why this poor woman would say that, because in your natural mind... How on earth would you explain that this cow got dead any other way? I mean, it wouldn't have just fallen over dead like that. It was agitated. We know this because of the tracks moving around. But maybe that's because this thing was just forced somehow in that position where its movement was restricted to within a couple of feet, say. That's what it appears. The article goes on and says, She said, Sroth, after the killing, her husband and his friend found a tiny scrap of fiber resembling a feather tip caught in nearby sagebrush. She said she believes the fiber was a fletch, part of a poison dart. 
The first thing law enforcement should have done was taken that fiber in for DNA testing. So we would at least have the DNA profile on record. Where is the investigative, the basic investigative work that we need to solve a case like this? It says, analysis, however, did not point to a suspect. Really? And what do you base that analysis on? What scientific test was run on that feather tip, whatever it was, that evidence found near the crime scene, was there one bit of scientific testing done to any of that evidence? I wonder. But why Roth said she wonders who would do such a thing? Well, we've all been wondering that, believe me. Because Anna says the crime site was remote. About a 45-minute drive to the nearest paved road, about 100 feet off the dirt road. Now, you have to stop and think about this. If you live in a big city and you're listening to this podcast, you know, you're, you're thinking about things happening within close, pro- close proximity of one another. But this is in the middle of nowhere, man. This is out next to, I think it's part of a national uh, forest area where they just happen to let cattle run. It's under the, the Bureau of Land Management. This is in the middle of nowhere. If you wanted to go out and sacrifice a cow, you were making a substantial effort to do so. You could find a cow a lot closer. In fact, you could go buy a cow. I mean, they're all over the place. It goes on, it says, In cow mutilation cases, theories abound about who's responsible. Okay, get ready for the mocking and the debunking. Here it comes. Aliens, demons, cults, black market organ traders. In the thousands of cases since the 1970s, no culprit has ever been caught. No culprit's been caught, but we we hear the cult thing over and over and over again. Not a single cult member, apparently, has ever been caught. We never have found their magic wand that they're using to uh, cut these poor cows open without leaving any blood. It would be interesting to know what cult has that kind of that kind of technology. Gozana says Deputy Rourke said he thinks a cult is using the body parts for some kind of bizarre medical pra- medicinal practice. Deputy Rourke said he thinks a cult is using the body parts for some kind of bizarre medicinal practices. I don't know. Does Deputy Rourke have some inside information we don't know about? If he does, I'd love to hear it. Secondly, as a law enforcement officer in his county, shouldn't he be concerned about having a cult running around killing cattle or committing crimes? If he really believes that, if he honestly believes that, if he really thinks that that's what's going on here, why don't we have a cult task force, do we? Do we have a cult task force in that county where we investigate these crimes at? Because if you don't and you think that's what's going on, then you need to have a task force. You need to have some serious investigation going on about this stuff. It says, we think it's a satanic thing, Roth said. They're probably taking the reproductive organs and using or selling them for satanic rituals. You know, they may not be that far off. But if it's satanic, I don't think it's people doing it because they don't have the means to do it. 
You can't suspend logic in these situations just because you don't understand what's going on. These people almost seem to be losing their mind over this because they cannot entertain the possibility that the thing that could be doing this is non-human. She also said she wonders if the practice of cow mutilation is tied to certain times or numbers. The number on the cow's ear tag, Ross said, was doubly unlucky, 1313. I've seen too many crime scenes, said Rourke, but this one's got no evidence. Nothing. It's really bizarre. And then they say, those with information about the case can call Lake County Dispatch Center. He gives a number. Well, it says there's no evidence, but there actually is evidence. And the evidence is the dead cow. And the evidence is the way in which that cow was mutilated, which precludes the notion that it was a bunch of cult members running around 50 miles off the highway doing this. It's not possible to carry out these type of mutilations with normal, everyday knives or surgical equipment. Whatever is creating these injuries is leaving no blood behind. Now please, somebody, before they say one more stupid time that it was a cult, please tell me how they're doing it without leaving any blood behind. They're completely ignoring the overwhelming evidence of advanced technology. It requires advanced technology to create these kinds of mutilations in an animal without leaving blood. Can we please have an adult discussion about this? Finally, I find it puzzling that this this crime took place on September 18th. About three or four weeks after the five bulls were killed, about 100 miles from this very place. But the crime is just now being reported. I looked around online, I couldn't find any order reports of it. Is it just now hitting the police, bot, police blotter? I mean, I don't know. Was it just now that the people that own the cow became so uh, distraught with the way the investigation was going that they finally complained and it got some media attention? Was it just now that the, that the, that the author of this article, uh, it came to their attention and they decided to write an article about it? Thankfully they did. But you can see that these crimes are happening. They're happening in large numbers and they're not being reported in a methodical manner. They're not being investigated using the scientific method. And we're still hearing childish explanations to tell us what's happening. If we're ever going to find out the truth about these things, these ranchers should be setting out grid patterns of game cameras, of live video feeds, drones, whatever they need. The first step in cracking this crime is going to be observation. Hopefully at some point, we as a society can reach a level where we can quit looking at these cattle mutilations and making up childish excuses, but have the courage to face these things head on and consider the possibility that these things are being carried out by an evil, non-human entity. Now, whether that's UFOs or whatever, your guess is as good as mine. But the human explanation makes no sense. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.